full moon today, everyone. Tonight, it um, the full moon is at 19 degrees, 21 minutes. We have sun square Uranus today. Sun in Leo, square Uranus in Taurus. Saturn is conjunct the moon. And we have Venus entering Leo at 11.30 a.m. And Mars sextile Neptune. It's quite a day, full moon day. Leo festival, Sirius festival, sun square Uranus, moon Saturn, Venus entering Leo, Mars sextile Neptune. Quite a flurry of astrological happenings. The the full moon occurs tonight at 6.36 p.m. West Coast time and 8.36 p.m. Central time. Uh, This 19 degrees, Aquarius is Matthew's sun. It's my moon. And it's opposite my Jupiter. So this is an important... um, This is an important. Matthew's ascendant, Cancer, 13 degrees, is the degree of Sirius. And here we are at the Leo Sirius Festival. I don't know the outcome of all these transits, but uh, especially the on Matthew's sun, rising, my moon, Jupiter. I don't know the outcome. However, I'm noting them, and that's what we do. We note what what. We note the transits, and then we observe the outcome. What I want to do today for our meditation is to read the Leo Labor and Shambhala. And then we'll do the... We'll do the full moon... Meditation dimension. Let us stand with Matthew. His new room number is 2017. It overlooks the front of Dominican Hospital. 2017, 7, 8, 9, 10. It's a 1. So he went from 2004, from a 6 to a 1. So we call everyone in need to stand within the healing dimension. We call in our families, our friends, our loved ones, and all those in need, and all of humanity to join us in this meditation today. Our meditation will be that we hear these stories and we read about Shambhala, And then we'll do our healing prayers and our meditation. And this meditation lasts all day and night and into the next two days. Sorry, everyone. Let us stand with Matthew and all those in the healing dimension. 
let this entire meditation, our readings, let it be the healing that those need, healing those need, the healing needed by those in the healing dimension, and the healing humanity seeks. We call in our group members, our families, friends, and loved ones. We stand with humanity. We call them in. We stand with those who came before us and those, and we prepare the way for those who come after us. We stand with the Christ and the hierarchy. Let us see Matthew surrounded by the healing angels. Let us see everyone in the healing dimension surrounded by the healing angels. The Tibetan is there. We stand under the light of Shambhala, the Father's light. We stand under the light of Leo, rays 1 and 5. At the heart of Leo is ray 2, Jupiter. And we stand under the light of the soul, and we say the soul's invocation. We identify with the soul. We offer the soul to humanity. And we say together, I am the soul. I am light divine. I am love. I am will. I am fixed and perfect in my design. I am the soul. We know the soul is the comforter and the healer. And let us see the soul of everyone in the healing dimension pouring down its light into the etheric field of everyone in need and creating that perfect template of healing within their etheric field. We call forth the Holy Spirit to bring forth its great light, pour down into each one in need, into Matthew's body, his etheric field, into his brain, his head. Let him see. Let him be able to see his eyes. Let him be able to speak. Let him be able to have a heartbeat that is normal and harmonized. Let him move his arms, his legs, his body. Let him be fully recovered. And so let us now stand as we visualize. We stand within the center of a six-pointed star. We surround Matthew with that six-pointed star and everyone in the healing dimension. We surround Dominican Hospital. We surround Morgan, that little boy in the emergency room. We surround his mother, Leonie. We surround everyone, our families, friends, and loved ones in need. We surround humanity, our country, our people. We surround the entire earth with this six-pointed star. Our creative imaginations create the thought form of solution for humanity's problems in this Kali Yuga time. Our work each day awakens humanity. So let us, with our creative imagination, lift up the personality to the light of the soul, the soul of everyone, the soul of the earth, the soul of the world. And we stand within that light. And then we look up and see another triangle, a greater light, a triangle of fire, the will to good, and the will to love. Each morning we stand within this triangle of fire and we 
determined that each day, each morning, each afternoon, each evening, the entire day and night, that we stand within this will to good and will to love, that we are willing to do this. And we remember that when we stand within the will to good, we make right choices. We place this will to good, this will to love triangle around all of humanity, especially around our government at this time, around our country and people, around the earth, all the kingdoms. When this fiery triangle of the will to good and the will to love touches the hearts and minds of humanity, the goodwill embedded within humanity, this goodwill is actually an evolutionary force. The goodwill within humanity awakens. It then becomes right relations with all the kingdoms. And then it becomes the peace and the beauty and the harmony, the compassion and the healing that humanity needs. We're on the forefront of this work. We bring this work into humanity's hearts and minds. And we stand within this will to good, and therefore the spirit can come forth and lift up humanity's personality to the soul, little will to the greater will. And we stand under the light of Leo. Leo is the light of the soul. As we stand under the light of Leo, I'm going to read about Leo. The great presiding one sat within the council chamber of the Lord, and there he discussed the plans of God for all the sons of men who are also the sons of God. And the teacher stood at his right hand and listened to the words of the great presiding one. And we saw that Hercules rested from his labors. And the great presiding one within the council chamber of the Lord watched the tired warrior rest and watched his thoughts. And the great presiding one then said to the teacher who stood close to his right hand within the council chamber of the Lord, The time for a very dreaded labor now draws near. This man who is a son of man and yet a son of God must be prepared. Let him look well unto the weapons that he owns, and let him burnish bright his shield, and let him dip his arrows in a lethal brew. For dire and dread is the labor just ahead. Let him prepare. But Hercules, resting from his labors, did not know the trial which lay ahead. Instead, he felt his courage strong, and he rested from his labors, and time and time again, past the fourth gate, he chased the sacred doe, clear to the temple of the Lord. He kept doing this in his rest, chasing the sacred doe to the temple of the Lord. And then time came wherein this timid doe knew well the hunter who pursued her, and he gently, and the doe gently came at Hercules' command. Thus time and time again, Hercules placed the doe upon his heart and sought the temple of the Lord, and thus he rested. But then the fifth gate opened, and before the fifth 
great gate stood Hercules, and we see him armed to the teeth with all the gifts of war and warriors. And as he stood, the watching gods marked his firm step, his eager eye, his ready hand. But deep within Hercules' heart, there was a great questioning. What am I doing here, he said. What is this test? And wherefore do I seek to pass this gate? And speaking thus, Hercules waited, and he listened for a voice. Teacher, what do I do here? What do I do here, O teacher of my life? I am armed, as you see, with all these tools of war, and what am I doing here? And then a call sounded forth, O Hercules, a call of deep, deep distress. Your outer ears have not responded to that call, and yet the inner ear knows well. There is a need, for it has heard a voice, many voices telling you of a need, and urging you to venture forth. The people of Nemea seek your aid. They are in deep distress, and word of your prowess has gone forth. The people seek that you should kill the lion that devastates their land. It's taking its toll of men. Is that the savage sound I hear, asked Hercules? Is it the roaring of a lion I hear upon the evening air? The teacher said, Hercules, go seek the lion which ravages the land. And it's laying upon the further side of the fifth gate. The people of this ravaged land live silently behind locked doors. Go forth to their task. They go forth to their tasks, but only venture not out, nor will they till their land, nor can they sow. From north to south, from east to west, the lion prowls, and prowling seizes all who cross his path. He has a shocking roar. This shocking roar is heard throughout the night, and everyone is trembling behind their locked doors. What will you do, Hercules? What will you do to help them? And Hercules, with a listening ear, responded to the need. Upon the nearer side of the great gate which guarded firm the country of Nemea, Hercules dropped his tools of war. He retained only the use of a club. This club was cut by his hands from a young and springing tree. What are you doing now, O son of man, who is likewise a son of God? Where are your tools and your arms? Where is your strong defense? And Hercules said, This fine array of tools and arms loads me down. It retards my speed and hinders my departure upon the way. I only require this stalwart club. And with this club and my stout heart, I go upon my way to seek the lion. Send word to the people of Nemea that I go upon the way and bid them to cast out fear. And from place to place, past Hercules seeking the lion, he found the people of Nemea hiding behind locked doors, save but a few who ventured forth because of need or desperation. They trod the highway in the light of day, yet they were full of fear. They greeted Hercules with joy at first, then with questioning later, 
As they saw the manner of his travel, he had no arms. He had small knowledge of the ways of lions. And he only carried a frail wooden club. Where are your arms, O Hercules? Where are your tools of war? Have you no, no fear? Why seek the lion without defense? You must find your weapons in your shield, for the lion is fierce and strong, and numbers vast he has devoured. Why are you taking this chance? Go seek your arms and tools of war. Go seek your strength. But silently and without response, the Son of Man, who was the Son of God, went forth upon the way, and he sought the footsteps of the lion and followed its voice. The lion is where? asked Hercules. The lion is here, came the reply. No there, enjoined a voice of fear. Not so, replied a third. I heard his roar upon the mountain wild this week. And I likewise, within this valley where we stand, I heard his sound. And yet another said, I saw its tracks upon a path I trod. So, Hercules, listen to my voice and track him to his lair. And so Hercules pursued his way. He was afraid, yet unafraid. He was alone, yet he was not alone. For on the trail he followed, for on the trail he followed, others stood. And they followed him with hope and fearful trembling. For days and nights he searched the way and listened for the lion's roar, while the people of Nemea crouched behind closed doors. Then suddenly he saw the lion. It was upon an edge of a deep thicket of young trees, and there it stood. And seeing an enemy draw near, and one who seemed quite afraid, the lion roared. And with his roar the young trees shook, and the Nemeans fled. But Hercules stood still. Hercules grasped his bow and sheath of arrows, and with sure hand and eye of skill he planted an arrow on the shoulder of the lion. Straight to the mark it flew. Upon the ground the arrow fell and failed to pierce the shoulder of the lion. Again and yet again he shot the lion until there, re there rested not an arrow in his quiver. Then towards him came the lion, untouched and unscathed and fierce with rage and quite unafraid. Throwing his bow upon the ground, the Son of Man, who is the Son of God, rushed with wild shouting towards the lion, who stood upon the way, blocking his path. Amazed at the prowess hitherto unmet, for Hercules came on, and suddenly the lion turned and rushed ahead of Hercules into a thicket on the rocky side of the sharp mountain way. And so the two went on, and suddenly as he traveled on the way, the lion disappeared and was no more seen or heard. And Hercules paused upon the way, and he stood silent. He searched on every hand, grasped his tr trusty club, the weapons he himself had made, the gift that to himself he had bequeathed in days long past, his trusty club. He held his club. On every hand he sought, on every way he passed, 
traveling from point to point upon the narrow way that ran around the mountainside. And then suddenly upon a cave he came, and from the cave there came a huge roar, a rumbling, savage, angry voice, which seemed to bid him to stay or lose his life. And Hercules stood still, shouting unto the people of the land, The lion is here. Await the deed that I shall do. And Hercules, who is a son of man and yet a son of God, entered that cave and passed throughout its darkened length into the light of day. But he found no lion, only another opening in the cave that led into the light of day. And as he stood, he heard the lion behind him, not before him. What shall I do, said Hercules to himself? This cave has two openings, and as I enter one, the lion passes out, and enters by the one I left behind. What shall I do? Weapons help me not. Weapons help me not. How do I kill this lion and save the people from its teeth? What shall I do? And so he cast about for things to do and listened to the roaring of the lion. He saw some piles of wood and sticks lying in a great profusion near his near his hand, and pulling them towards himself, he dragged with his might. He placed the piles of sticks and bundles of small twigs within the opening near at hand and piled them there and blocked the way into the light of day, both in and out, and shutting both himself and the fierce lion within the cave, Hercules turned and faced the lion. With his two hands, he grasped the lion. He held it close, and he choked it. Near was its breath, and blasting into his face. Yet still he held the lion's throat, and he choked the lion. Feebler and feebler grew the roars of hate and fear of the lion. Weaker and weaker grew the enemy of man. And lower and lower sank the lion. Yet Hercules held on. And eventually he killed the lion with his two hands. Without his arms and through his own great strength. Hercules killed the lion. And he stripped its skin. And he showed it to the people who stood at the entrance of the cave. The lion is dead. They cried, the lion is dead. We can now live and till our lands and sow the needed seeds and walk in peace together. The lion is dead, and great is our deliverer, the son of man, who is also the son of God, and his name is Hercules. And thus, over time, Hercules returned in triumph to the one who sent him forth to test his strength to serve and meet the need of those in dire distress. He laid the lion's skin beneath the feet of him who was the teacher of his life, and he gained permission to wear that lion's skin in place of that already worn and used. The deed is done. The people now stand free. There is no fear. The lion is dead. With my own hands I strangled the lion. Again, O Hercules, you slew a lion, 
Again, you strangled him. But Hercules, know this. There are many lions and serpents. And lions and serpents must be slain again and again and again. Remember that lions and serpents, they appear again and again. And they must be slain again and again and once again. But Hercules, well done, my son. Go rest in peace with those you have released from fear. Labor the fifth is over. And I go to tell you. And I go to tell the great presiding one who sits waiting in the council chamber of the Lord. Rest now in peace. And from afar... And from the council chamber came the voice, I know. together our full moon we're going to do our full moon meditation now everyone and um, our serious festival let us uh, stand together everyone in our ashram under the light of Leo raise one and five with Jupiter at the center and also let us stand under the light of Sirius ray two for where love comes from I'm going to say a few things about Sirius. Sirius is to our solar system as our soul is to our personality and as Venus is to the Earth. Sirius is a great spiritual center in our solar system. It's where love and freedom and liberation originate. Sirius helped to make the United States. The founders and visionaries of our country were Masons, and Masonry is from Sirius. Sirius is Ray 2 of love wisdom. Ray 2 flows through all the planets and all the signs. But mainly Gemini, Leo, Virgo, and Pisces. And also Scorpio. Sirius transmits mind, higher mind, manas to our solar system. Along with love and wisdom and freedom. Sirius is especially important during Leo. Sirius works with the soul of each one of us. The soul is Ray 2. Sirius is Ray 2. And Leo is the soul of humanity. And so, in our previous solar system, we developed the lower mind. But in our present solar system, we are to develop our higher mind, our buddhic mind, our intuition, our rain cloud of knowable things. And 
So let us be still for a moment as I gather our meditation for Leo, and then um, let us uh, ponder upon the story of Hercules and ponder upon what it means. Then we'll do our meditation for Leo. We know that during the full moon time, spiritual energies are uniquely available. At no other time of the month are they available, and that they facilitate a closer rapport between humanity and hierarchy in Shambhala. And each month, specific energies and qualities come forth for humanity. They play sequentially upon humanity and establish divine attributes in the consciousness of humanity. And as we stand together as the new group of world servers and disciples, we gather these energies for humanity and we direct them, creating a spiritual flow into the minds and hearts of humanity. And thus, as we do this work, we strengthen the link between humanity and the kingdom of God. We stand in between So he who faces the light and stands within its radiance is blinded to the issues of the world of men, and he passes on the lighted way to the great center of, of absorption. But he who feels the urge to pass that way, yet loves his brother on the darkened path, revolves upon the pedestal of light and turns the other way. He faces the dark. And then the seven points of light within transmit an outward streaming light. And behold, the face of those upon the darkened way receives that light. For them the way is not so dark. Behind the warriors twixt the light and dark, blazes the light of hierarchy. <clears throat> Letting in the light. We stand with group fusion. We affirm the fact of group fusion and unity and integration. And we stand within the heart center of the new group of world servers. We mediate between hierarchy and humanity, and we say these words from our hearts. We are one with our group brothers and sisters, and all that we have is theirs. May the love which is in our soul pour forth to them. May the strength which is in us lift and aid them. 
May the thoughts which our soul creates reach and encourage them. We say this for humanity, for Matthew, for everyone in the healing dimension, for each other, for our families, our friends, our loved ones. May the thoughts which our soul creates reach and encourage them. May the strength which is in us lift and aid them. May the love which is in our soul soul pour forth to them. And all that we have is theirs. As we align together, we project a line of lighted energy towards the spiritual hierarchy of the planet. This is the planetary heart and the great ashram of Sanat Kamara. And then we project that line of light towards the Christ at the heart of hierarchy. And we extend the line of light towards Shambhala, the place where the will of God is known. And then we hold our minds open to the extraplanetary energies streaming into Shambhala. And we see them radiating through hierarchy, radiating into our hearts and minds. And we use our creative imagination in all that we do. And we endeavor to see the three planetary centers of Shambhala, hierarchy, and humanity gradually coming into alignment and interplay. And as we stand here together, we reflect upon the seed thought of Leo. These are great ideals. Humanity must come to know what these ideals are. And these ideals are projected through the seed thoughts. The seed thought of Leo I am that, and that am I. With such joy we say these words, because it means the soul and the personality have reached a relationship of fusion and integration. And now as we stand under the light of Leo, we are prepared to be leaders, to be teachers, and to rule as a conscious extension of divine will. And we stand within the three lights, the three suns, the monadic sun, the soul's sun, and the physical body rays of the sun. We stand with Uranus and Neptune and Jupiter. We stand within these fires. These fires are the soul, and the soul is the burning ground. And we are sensitive to the influence and impacts of our environment to the will and wishes of our personality, sensitive to the soul, and sensitive to spiritual will. Leo is Ray One. We respond to the right use of will. We become liberated. We are free from the thrall and karma of the lower self. And as this occurs under the light of the soul, we begin to be transformed, and then all of our outer environments are transformed. We become a world server. We stand within the inner plan and purpose of divinity, and we stand as Aquarians. And again we say, I am that, and that am I. The soul and the personality reaching a relationship of fusion and integration. We are prepared now 
to live and to rule, to teach and to be a conscious extension of divine will. Let us dedicate ourselves to this. And now gathering this light of Sirius, Ray 2, and of Leo, Rays 1 and 5, and Jupiter, we use our creative imagination. We visualize the energy of light, of love, and the will to good. It pours down through us and into the planet. It becomes anchored on Earth in prepared physical plane centers. And here we see the plan manifesting. We see divine love pouring down as a sequence of energy precipitations from Sirius to Leo. The three fires of Leo, the central spiritual sun, the heart of the sun, and the rays of the sun. And then down into the into Shambhala, down into hierarchy through the Christ and into us, the new group of world servers. And we radiate that into the men and women of goodwill everywhere in the world. We stand within the great ashram. And together, under the light of Leo, we say these words of love. In the center of all love, we stand. From that center, we, the soul, will outward move. And from that center, we, the ones who serve, will work. May the love of the divine self be shed abroad in our heart, through our group, and throughout the world. And now we visualize the downpouring of spiritual inflow. It's released from Shambhala through the hierarchy, streaming into the new group of world servers where we stand and streaming into humanity through prepared channels. We see these inpouring, outpouring energies establishing the pathway of light for the coming world teacher, Maitreya the Christ. And now gathering this light, we say the great invocation. We visualize the outpouring of light and love and power pouring down from Sirius and Leo the sun, Shambhala, hierarchy, flows through us and into the five planetary inlets, Darjeeling, New York City, London, Geneva, Tokyo, and Darjeeling. And we radiate the consciousness of the entire human race with this light. As we say together, from the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into the minds of men. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into the hearts of men. May Christ return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide the little wills of men, the purpose which the masters know and serve. And from the center which we call the race of men, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power 
lets light and love and power restore the plan on earth. And so let it be, and help us to know and to do our part in the world, for we know, O Lords, of life and love about the needs of humanity, our country, our people, our world, in this Kali Yuga time. Touch our hearts anew with love, so we too may love and give and do our part in the world. And let this meditation be a healing. Let it be a healing for Matthew, for everyone in the healing dimension. And as we stand together, let us surround all those in the healing dimension and say these words with purity of motive, inspired by a loving heart. We offer ourselves for this work of healing. This offer we make as a group to all those in need of healing. May the love of the Christ and the one soul focused in our group radiate upon you, my brothers, my sisters, bringing a healing, a calming, a soothing, a strengthening, and a dissipating of all that hinders your joy, your love, your service, and your good health. Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Om Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Well, everyone, let us stand now at our ashram and lift up our lamps in this darkness of this Kali Yuga, the darkening, becoming darker day by day. Let us lift up our lamps so that those who are seeking can see the light within the darkness. And we invite them to say the Kali Yuga prayer with us. Lead us, O Lord, from darkness to light, from the unreal to the real, from death to immortality, and from chaos to beauty. Lead us, O Lord, from darkness to light, from the unreal to the real, from death to immortality, from chaos to beauty. And every day as we do this work, everyone, we remember that we lift up the kingdoms to the kings of beauty. Beauty is a silent, quiet, and hidden path to God. Well, everyone, what a beautiful meditation we had this morning. Let us be still for a moment. Let this meditation, the teachings, the words, the story, let it rest within us, our heart. Let us have the courage of Leo, of Hercules, the Leo heart courage of Hercules. And let us be still for a moment. And uh, let this meditation settle within us. And then we'll say our three ohms together.
So let us know that today is our day of safeguarding. We safeguard this day. And particularly at the exact moment when the full moon is full. When that occurs, we strive to stand in spiritual being. We act, we are determined to be containers and chalices and, and vehicles for this light. We align with our individual, our group soul, and the soul of humanity. And we will focus our thoughts upon the needs of humanity and the planet. And we become custodians of the light that is needed for humanity's well-being. And we receive that light, and it inflows through us and flows out into humanity and the world. We hold this force for the rest of humanity. So all day today is our day of safeguarding, our day of preparation. Let us be in the ashram tonight when we, when the full moon occurs. We'll be standing together. We gather that light. We say the great invocation. And we distribute that Syrian Leo light to humanity so that they too may have courage to face the lions and the snakes, to face the personality, and to be directed by the soul. So let us say our three ohms now, everyone. I invite Matthew to join us in our ohms. He says them with me every night. He invite everyone in the healing dimension and the bardos to say these ohms with us. Heaven, earth, all the kingdoms, they all have a voice. The Gandharvas, the music of the spheres. We join together when we say... Let us uh, gather this meditation around us so potent today, so full of the fire of Leo, the will to good, the will to love, intelligence and love. And let us begin to precipitate down into our three-dimensional world. We bring this meditation down. It surrounds us, protects us, guides us, guards us, transforms us, transforms everything around us. Let us precipitate down now into our three-dimensional world. And let us see what our tasks are today, leading up to that full moon time. Let us complete our tasks with ease, with harmony, with presence, with awareness, 
with beauty and grace. At the end of the day, we review the day. We see that the day was good.